This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. I'm Brad the Big Noise Evans joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston from The Athletic. And we got a dandy of a matchup on Thursday night. Football should be a fun one, Funston. As the Philadelphia Eagles uh, host those uh, hopefully sharp sword swinging Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Yarmy Mates, in an NFC battle. So we got uh, Tequila Tom going up against Jalen Hurts. The line on this game, Philadelphia's catching six and a half. So it's Tampa minus six and a half with a total of 52.5. So hooks for everybody. Give me a pick on the side. Give me a pick on the game total as well, hombre. I have a gut feeling this one is going to be a high-scoring affair. I wonder if you agree. Oh, I do not, uh, actually. And, and how are we not calling him Tom Thumb this week instead of the tequila <laughs> Tom? <laughs> That's valid. That's a deep cut yeah. for a lot of people that may not understand, like, vaudevillian age entertainment. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I actually think it's going to be a – I'm taking the under here. I think it's going to be a somewhat contested affair. I think mm. the Philadelphia Eagles defense is going to show up. Um, I think the pass rush of the Buccaneers is going to give Jalen Hurst problems, much like the Carolina Panthers uh, defensive front did last week. So I'm going to say the Bucs will prevail, but the Eagles will cover by the hook. Let's call it 26-20 to 20 Buccaneers. Mm, I'm going to go 27-26 Tampa. So I am uh, sneaking. I would rather watch your game. Well, yeah, because my game is going to be the correct answer here. So you're going to see it uh, in, in live animated picture and sound on Thursday Night Football, Brandon. So slide over for me. You're going to take the under, but we're both on Philadelphia catching those six and a half points. With that, let's take it a little deeper, shall we, with another edition of the Fantasy Five. <laughs> Number five. All right, I got my tequila in hand. Always poured neat. A little Añejo. Been sitting in the freezer. Horadura Ultra. Mm, oh, it's so good when it hits the lips, Brandon. And I wonder if this one will be as well. Well, maybe not so much because this guy is in a full-blown committee. Uh, he's barely even getting double figures in terms of total touches per game. But what do you say about Miles Sanders? 34 and a half rush yards is the prop. Over or under, and I'm assuming he's barely even flex material, if that, in a 12-team league this week. Well, at 34 and a half is not a big number. We've seen Sony Michelle get over it. Mike Davis has gotten over this. And the key for Miles Sanders is volume. The two games that they got absolutely boat raced, Dallas and, K- and the Kansas City Chiefs, he had nine combined total carries. In the other games, he got over 10 carries, and they were somewhat competitive games. And we both think this will be a competitive game. I think Miles Sanders gets to, like, 12-plus carries in this game. Maybe not a whole lot more than that, but I think that will be enough for him to inch over this number, which I think is a very well-set line. I will say he gets somewhere between 35 to 40 total rushing yards. Under. I don't think he does. I don't think he escapes the 20s. And I think he's going to be lucky to get 11 carries in this game. Now, he may be able to boost the bottom line with a few catches because Tampa, you can take advantage of him the short field outside the tackle box. And, you know, Sanders is usually good for about three catches. So what he does vertically, I think, will ultimately determine what his fantasy worth is going to be because I don't think he's going to find the end zone either. So let's do a little impromptu game of head-to-head. You tell me you'd rather have this week. J.D. McKissick against Kansas City or Sanders? Um, I will go with uh, Sanders. I got McKissick. Uh, what about Miles Sanders or Latavius Murray? We think he's going to head up the committee against the Chargers. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Miles Sanders here as well. I think uh, he does. He is at least involved in the passing game as well. Both narratives would sur- suit him okay. Um, but again, I think he's going to get volume, and I think he'll get a few passes uh, catches. That's better than Latavius Murray in my mind. Uh, yeah, I can get on board with Sanders barely there. Last one. What about Miles Sanders or Tony Pollard in New England? Uh, gosh, that's probably pretty close. Let's just go with Tony Pollard. He's smart. been getting, smart. getting consistently getting it done. So, yeah, give me Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard it is. Number four. All right, marching on here in our Thursday Night Football Fantasy Football Breakdown. Uh, let's talk about Tequila Tom, shall we? And here is a line, as much as I would like to throw out his .5 rush yards prop at you, uh, we're going to focus on what he does best. I mean, don't, Tom is a running quarterback now. He's on pace to set a career high in rushing yards. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, but here's a number, two and a half passing touchdowns. A real prop uh, universally posted at sports books across the country at plus odds on that over. I am taking the over, and I think you're fading the daylights out of me, aren't you? I'm taking two. Yeah, I am going with two touchdown passes for him. Oddly, he's only had one touchdown pass in two road games. Now, I believe that was the, the Rams and the Patriots. Pretty good defenses. But in terms of, like, football outsiders pass DVOA, the Eagles are right there in the middle of those two defenses in in that metric. They're a good pass defensive team. They did give up five touchdown passes to Patrick Mahomes. But they are one of the best in terms of yards per pass attempt allowed. Um and I just think, again, I think this is probably two touchdown passes from Brady and either a defensive touchdown or a Lambo Lenny um, not going with uh, whatever whatever alliterative Lucrative change. Lenny. No, not going with lucrative Lenny. Oh. Uh, but right. one other touchdown some other way. So I'll say two touchdown passes. Uh, we're going to have uh, something on Leonard Fournette a little bit later on. And bonus time here on the pod. Uh, will it be more of a lamb basting of Lenny? <laughs> This week. I don't know. It could be. Um, you know, we'd like to throw out the alliteration. I am indeed taking the over. And I know he's got the bum thumb. Uh, but I think he's still going to be uh, be able to grip it and twirl it without any restriction whatsoever. Uh, you also overlooked Dak Prescott, who also had a hat trick through the air against the yep. Philadelphia Eagles secondary. So him and Mahomes, the only two quarterbacks to do it. TB12 has been over this in three of five, and I think he'll get over it, though. The underlying data for Philadelphia right is spot on with a 6.62 yards per attempt, 209.2 pass yards per game, and two passing touchdowns per contest. They have surrendered, but Brady is a different beast. And for that reason, Uno does trace through the air comfortably inside my quarterback top 10 this week. Number three. All right, let's go to the other signal caller in this game. And will it hurt so good? Come on, Jalen, make it hurt so good at 285.5 pass yards here. Fun buns over under. Yeah, you know, for me, it's a little bit too steep. But I know you can throw on the Bucks, but again, mm-hmm. they put pressure on the quarterback. I think that's a problem for Jalen Hurts. Last week, we saw him throw for 198 yards. They got the win. It was a good performance all around for Jalen Hurts. He had a two rushing touchdowns, but he did literally nothing through the air. And that's because Carolina brings the heat, and so does the Bucks. I think that uh, Hurts is probably somewhere in like the 250-ish range. I just think pushing 290 is a little rich in this matchup coward that's what you are my friend a coward it's gonna be another 300 yard game for hertz his third of the season Mm -hmm. so i'm taking the over here on the 285.5 tampa giving up 7.16 pass yards per attempt 319.2 pass yards per game 2.6 passing touchdowns per game and for all of the disparaging comments that i think are unfairly made in 
thrown at the face of Jalen Hurts. Uh, he has shown market improvement across the board, Brandon. He's QB 17 right now to just completion percentage and top 12 in red zone completion percentage and play action completion percentage. I think the Eagles could get down early in this game. Screw the way back to make this thing competitive as a result. Uh, Hurts will go airborne. And like I said, I think it's like you know 300 to 320 in the end. So I think he gets over this comfortably. And yes, I am ranked inside my top six quarterbacks this week because that's where he ranks QB six and total fantasy points on the young year. Number two. All right, moving on. Let's go to one of many wide receivers of interest in this game. How about downtown Antonio Brown? Is he going to shake his rump? On the over 57.5 receiving yards, or are you thinking this is going to be more Mike Evans or Chris Godwin game? What do you got? Uh, I think it's as long as Gronk is out, it's all three of them. I, I think they're, you can probably look at each one of them and say, ah, oh, it's probably good for eight plus targets in this game. Antonio Brown's been over in three of four, and I believe he may have had an injury. What was his injury back then? It was a COVID. COVID back. Yeah, in, yeah, uh, he had a yeah. he had an idiot injury, or I yeah. mean, it could have been a breakthrough case if he was vaccinated. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, so he's been over in three or four and missed one game, but uh, I, I feel like this is he's been way over in two of them, and uh, so I feel like he's going to get over this one. I don't think it's going to be a huge game, but I think he's sixty to seventy yards. Uh, I think he's right around seventy, and I think he will find the end zone. Uh, I feel very good about that. I'd be one of three Tom Brady touchdowns. So, uh, you know, Antonio Brown, he's averaging 81.3 yards per game. You mentioned a three of four. Now, Philadelphia is seven fewest fantasy points. Only three wideouts have gone over this. That's the seven fewest fantasy points allowed to the wide receiver position. Uh, but he's probably going to see a lot of Steven Nelson in coverage. And I think that's the weaker link. In this secondary, he's given up a 90-plus passer rating to his assignments. Doing an impromptu game of head-to-head. Tell me he'd rather have this week, Antonio Brown or Michael Pittman against Houston. I have Michael Pittman two spots ahead of him. Give me Michael Pittman. I have Michael Spint, uh, Pittman, uh, who is also Spitman right now, because uh, <laughs> he's just spitting out catches uh, one yeah. spot ahead of Antonio Brown. Uh, what about a battle of the brands and, uh, Browns, Antonio or AJ against Buffalo? Ooh, uh, I'm, I am – toying with the idea of moving A.J. Brown further down, uh, but right now I have him at wide receiver 22 and am going with A.J. Brown. Again, this uh, this might be a game-time call between these two A. Browns. Yeah, I've got Antonio at 23, A.J. at 24. Last one, Antonio Brown or Emmanuel Sanders against the Tennessee Titans on Monday Night Football? I have Emmanuel Sanders one spot behind Antonio Brown. Uh, I do, too. <laughs> now, now I do. Just this okay. just did. I just moved Emmanuel Sanders one spot behind Antonio Brown. But at least we're not identical for once. Right. For once. Number one. All right, moving on. Let's go to the other alpha. Well, maybe Antonio Brown's an alpha. Sometimes he is. Sometimes he isn't. But we know that Devontae Smith has emerged as such for this Philadelphia Eagles team. It's a pretty robust line here. Maybe aggressive in your eyes, uh, considering where you stand on her. So let's correlate. Let's synergize. Let's bring it together, Brandon, and see if you're consistent with this. Or you believe that Devontae Smith's going to get the lion's share at 70.5 receiving yards is the line over or under. Yeah, has he been over in four or five or three or five? Um, three he's of five. Been, okay, he's been over in three of five. Um, but he's been over in each of the last two. He's had at least six targets in every game, uh, seven in four of four or five. I just think, man, last week against Carolina, going seven for 77 against Carolina, the tough matchup yeah. I was – thinking that he was going to be a bigger dud than that. That kind of impressed me enough. 
that this look this you've already talked about it. This Tampa secondary is a weaker secondary than the Carolina secondary. I think he can he can get over the seventy yard mark again because they will have to chuck it a bit. Well, Jamel Dean is back. So that helps, uh, but you know he's been you know, he right now on paper he's their best cover corner that they have with a fifty six point seven pass rating allowed. So uh, Devontae's going to get a ton of him, but if he gets any piece of Richard Sir- Sherman, uh, I think he's going to tee off. Sherman's given up an eighty three point three catch rate so far through a couple of games. So you know Smith number nine in total air yards, number four interestingly in unrealized air yards, but I think more of those air yards will be realized this time around. Four guys have gone over this. Yeah, I think he flirts with eighty. I really do. Yeah. So give me the over there. Let's do a little impromptu head ahead on the rookie out of Alabama, Devontae Smith or Hollywood Brown against the Chargers. I'm going with Hollywood Brown by a few spots. Uh, I actually have Devontae higher mm. this week, and that's probably a dumb move on my <laughs> on my you know, full disclosure. Uh, probably not the wisest move for me. On that one, but uh, I could always change my mind. I could always change it. Uh, what about Devontae Smith or T. Higgins in Day I'm going to go with T. Higgins. Mm. I, still I, like Devon- like the, I like the touchdown upside. I got Devontae slightly higher. Uh, what about Devontae Smith or Chase Claypool, maybe in an expanded role against your Seattle Seahawks with Juju done for the year? Yeah, I have a Chase Claypool in a decidedly higher position this week. I have Claypool Devonta. just two spots higher because I got Devontae okay. Smith at number 20 right now but again subject to change all right (laughs) all right before we get out of here uh let's do a rapido mode my man uh let's go over under on my cousin mike evans 64.5 receiving yards he's been smashing the over on this here in the last well i believe four games in a row yeah, and he's getting big-time targets, like 9, 10, 11, 12 yep. targets. And so, yeah, I got to go over on this. He's just on a roll right now. Yeah, I'm with you there. He's averaging 78.6 uh, yards per game, number four in total air yards. Uh, Darius Slay, still big play, only giving up 8.5 yards per catch. But, yeah, I believe in the volume. I'm with you. Give me the over on Mike Evans. Uh, firmly a high-end wide receiver, too, in my estimation this week. What about his tag team partner, Chris Godwin? Uh, will he be divine with the 62 and a half receiving yards in the over, or is it going to be a hellish return? Yeah, he's the one I think some, something's got to give here. Someone's going to not go over. They're not probably all three going to go over. I, I think maybe Godwin's the one that comes under. He's yep. the one who's had a little bit more volatility in the targets. Uh, I can see him getting like 58, 59, even low 60s, but maybe doesn't quite get over here. Yeah, he's been over in three of five. I'm going to take the under as well. I think it's close. I think it's in the mid-50s, but he's just wide receiver 52 in yards per route run, wide receiver 45 in yards per target. Avante Maddox is going to be his primary assignment out of the slot. He's giving up just 8.2 yards per catch. So I'm with you. Uh, Godwin is the odd man out. Give me the under. Oh, there he is. Uh, Lombardi Lenny or lucrative Lenny or we about to land base Lenny. Here we go. Leonard Fournette, 92.5 total yards over under. Yeah, I think he's got to go over maybe with ease. I mean, running backs are running like crazy. I mean, Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Chuba Hubbard back-to-back 100-yard games. Ezekiel Elliott, 95, along with Tony Pollard, 60 rushing yards. And we know that Lenny's coming in with 25 to 30 receiving yards off the bat. So that really only means he has to get to like – what is that, 70, about 70 yards rushing? Yeah, I think he goes over on this one. I'm taking the under, believe it or not. Ooh, uh, and here's the reason why. Look, I think he's going to do a lot of damage to the air. Uh, I love the over on his 24-and-a-half receiving yards prop because he's done this in all but one game, and the one game he was under by, what, a half a yard? Uh, but I think he is going to be right around 60, almost on the nose uh, when it comes to the rushing yards. So 
I think it's like 60 on the ground, 30 to 35 through the air. Uh, it's going to be really close, but I think it's just under. I think right there, right at that number. So I'm going to say like 88, 89, 90, maybe 91, 92, something like that. Uh, but not a half a yard more to get to 93 on the total yards. <laughs> uh, last one, Zach Ertz. I just made this one up because the sports books are cowards. They're afraid of us, Brandon. Oh, you're, 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 you haven't looked. You're, you're way off on this one. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. have, uh, have they posted a receptions prop? I knew you were going to be off because they put receiving yards at 44 and a half, and, that, and he's averaging 11 yards a catch, so I knew it was going to be either three and a half or four and a half, and it's now come out at four and a half. Oh, boo. Okay, uh, so we'll set the number at four and a half. I'll take the under. I think it's four yeah. catches. Yeah, they're, I mean, the, the Eagles are averaging six catches uh, at the, for the tight end position per game, but, I mean, probably someone else steps up. It's probably not Zach Ertz running a full amount of snaps. So, uh, yeah, I'll say it's like a four-catch game for Zach Ertz yeah, and man, be slightly a, under. That, that's disappointing and aggressive. <laughs> I really wanted to take the over on Ertz, but no, can't do it. Uh, I am going to take the under, and so is Brandon. But still, a reasonable plug-and-play option. Would you agree? In twelve, oh, I weeks? have him as a top ten. I was a top ten tight end this week. Absolutely. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. So a little uh, saving grace uh, for Zach Ertz. He is still viewed as a fantasy starter in twelve team leagues. That so we're tucking on the under on the four and a half receptions prop. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track Podcast. Please follow Funson on Twitter at Brandon Funson. Follow me there at Noisy Clevos. Drop us a rating and a review would you kindly and as always until next time adios amigos